I believe the women's rights is important, the children's rights, the oh. human rights. My policy is we put the nasi back in nasi onal. Wow. Douglas Slim and Juanita, the podcast. So Douglas celebrated his birthday yesterday. Woo-hoo. <laughs> Our producer Rachel managed to get a cake with his dog's faces on it. <laughs> yeah. So cute. What do you do the rest of the day though? I went home. Put the remainder of the cake in the fridge. Okay. Then I took a nap. <laughs> then I woke up. I ate two bananas. Uh-huh. Play computer. And then for my birthday dinner, yeah, I had mukata by myself. Alone. Yeah. You had birthday dinner by yourself. It hey, do feel sad. Please. <laughs> my wife is in London, so it was just me, myself, and I. Best company ever. <laughs> I had a wonderful conversation all. But uh, uh, do you know what's uh, mukata? No, not really. Ah, no. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's Thai barbecue steamboat. Steamboat and barbecue Yes Because the Thais are very efficient one They were like Okay so the Americans have barbecue And the Chinese have steamboat So we'll have both <laughs> At the same time So So uh, Okay you got to imagine A charcoal stove Traditional charcoal stove okay. And then something like Um a metal cowboy hat shaped thing on right. top of it. Ah, okay, so the okay. benjol part of the hat is where you barbecue the the meat, and then surrounding it is a steamboat soup, like a moat like that, lah. Okay, okay. So the oil and the fat of the barbecue meat will like flow down to the soup. Oh, yes. <gasps> wow. <laughs> when you cheat makan, you really go all out, ah. Birthday, lah. So. <laughs> I'm glad you mentioned the the oil and the fat. Now, mm-hmm. ca- can you guess what is the main meat in in the mukata? You guess mukata. Uh, cow and frog. Huh? Mukata. <laughs> <laughs> no, this? it's actually oink oink. Uh. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, I was enjoying my fifth serving of oink oink. It's because buffet style, right? Yeah, yeah. When suddenly I heard a scream. I looked up and there was a guy sitting nearby me. He managed to. Called himself oh, with the hot soup, you know. Oh my god, the whole thing fell on him. Okay, thankfully no lah. Uh, he, he probably dumped twenty five fish balls at the same time. What? <laughs> <laughs> the soup keeps splashing out, right? Then his girlfriend was like, "Ayo, ayo, ayo!" But what impressed me was uh-huh. the the Mukata restaurant staff. Uh, they immediately sprung into action. They had burn cream lah, some sort of gel, some oh. cold spray. They had plasters, and I was like, hey, hey, "This must happen quite often for them to be so prepared, <laughs> right? Yeah, probably. Right? Like, I'm sure every day there's some dodo who spills soup on." himself you know yeah and then they even gave him a free t-shirt oh yeah and it was quite a nice looking t-shirt so i'm like now did this fellow do it on purpose <laughs> to get the free t-shirt <laughs> no one's gonna score themselves for a free t-shirt lah. maybe the soup wasn't even hot you know maybe he was just <laughs> acting <laughs> you see how much fun i can have on my own <laughs> but good luck that they had a t-shirt for the floor fly fm so douglas had a nice thai steamboat barbecue dinner for his mm. birthday last night and was also entertained by this guy who spilled hot soup <laughs> on himself yeah and he got uh. rewarded with a free t-shirt uh, by the way <laughs> yeah, thankfully he wasn't hurt lah. but remember when i went to cover fright night yes um i got there at about like 6 30 in the evening right and we mm. were going to interview one of the big bosses there but we were a bit early so we meaning the videographers our producer rachel as well oh, we okay. congregated at this filipino fast food place oh is it the fried chicken place yeah more than fried chicken lah they have burgers spaghetti made with banana ketchup all made with banana ketchup yeah but i didn't eat lah right because i diet no lah you didn't eat because you scared afterwards uh, you see goes and you vomit <laughs> Vomit is still better than accidentally pooping your pants. Oh, no. <laughs> Why you went there? 
<laughs> so we were, we were sitting there waiting and it was just Rachel and I at this point, right? We were sitting down while staring blankly into space because we were so tired doing the morning show and everything. Yeah. Right? Then we see this young couple bring their food and sit at the table in front of us. Now, they were wearing like matching white baju. It looked like they just got together because they were still kind of shy, shy, <laughs> don't know how to act. And then suddenly, this food box in front of the girl flips over and jumps like from the table onto her white t-shirt. What? The chicken restaurant so haunted? <laughs> 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 Looked like it. I don't remember her touching the plate at all. But the plate did a somersault onto her. To make it worse, she was having uh, that spaghetti with banana ketchup. Oh, no. Yeah, and the sauce was all over oh. her baju. She probably didn't know what to do. Because she started like scooping the spaghetti <laughs> strand by strand and putting it back in the box with her hand. So, kasihan. So, with the red sauce all over her white baju, yeah. right, she might as well just go and join the haunted house. La. <laughs> <laughs> Latest edition, la. Hantu apa? Hantu pasta <laughs> Dari Filipin <laughs> Fly FM So Douglas was telling the story Of how his luggage Didn't reach Chiang Mai mm. So I suggested Going shopping lah Which is what we're talking about now Yeah because Wanita style lah Seems to be If something is not there If something is missing If something is not ready Just go and buy a new one <laughs> Yeah But no lah I think I shop pretty smart For example I like to get basics Excellent choice What does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> like basic uh, T-shirts and tops That you can wear With any bottom Oh singlet No <laughs> It's tank tops Okay um, But yeah I get them In a few colours Like black White and bright colours As well To stand out A okay. bit more uh, Coats I'm big on jackets And coats Because they can make Shorts and t-shirts Also look nice And if you go out And makan And you feel fat You can put a jacket on <laughs> <laughs> No no Then you can also Put all the nice cutlery Inside and take home <laughs> <laughs> Yeah I got pockets All inside my jacket Okay just to be super clear we are joking ah yes. please do not steal restaurants property okay so these things that, what these basic things that you look at you you go to the shop and you browse uh kind okay, of don't really like to spend too much time at malls so mm-hmm. i'll look online on the apps look at what's new and see if i see something i like that i know i can kind of mix and match okay then i'll see if it's available at the store and then go and get it at right. the mall but i also do it in batches so after i buy like a few items at once then i don't go shopping again for 6 months what well, really uh? Yeah, or maybe it feels like six months, but it's actually like one month. Now. <laughs> <laughs> this process is actually very alien to me, you know. No, because I I don't I don't browse on on shopping apps for clothes for oh, oh for for gaming laptops maybe, mm-hmm. but for clothes I just wait for the shop to call me. What shop to call you? The I can't mention the brand, but you know the brand I wear, right? The so the the store manager will call me lah and say we're having a members discount. So wait, wait. So the shop calls you. Yeah. <laughs> so every time they need money or sales target didn't reach, they just be like, let's call Douglas Lee. <laughs> you just go and buy, is it? <laughs> Have to go and buy lah. They got members discount. They say sometimes up to seventy percent lah can save thousands one. You know, I, I mean you must spend thousands also lah. But can we focus on the savings here? <laughs> Fly FM. So a French footwear brand is making shoes out of public transport seats. Public transport seats m- meaning what? Seats from like buses, uh, from trains. <laughs> so also from station setapak to station setapak kaki. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oracle tagline. Yeah. <laughs> so the shoes are handcrafted from fabrics that have been used on the subway and trams in Paris. Oh, um, yeah, they okay. even use leftover velvet from projects used to make the seats at French opera houses Ooh, and theatres. Yeah, but not just that. The brand uses as much sustainable and biodegradable materials as possible. So this is some type of the this a weird fashion recycling save the environment mm. stuff lah. You see a lot of this on on the red carpet one, no? During the Academy Awards or the Grammy Awards, because there was one time I think Lady Gaga wore a carpet. <laughs> <laughs> and then the the Transformers oh. actor the Shia LaBeouf he wore a paper bag remember <laughs> that's just celebrities being a bit weird <laughs> <laughs> But this thing is real. It's called upcycling. Oh. Um, there's this lecturer in Malaysia that started a recycling system. His company is called iCycle. And I went to an event where he shared his story. From, it was a few years ago. Okay. But from what I remember, he said he was annoyed that there was a factory that was producing plastic in his small town. Because the factory was uh, emitting a lot of smoke and the air was getting bad. So he invented a machine and a system to recycle as well as upcycle plastic. invented? A machine. Yeah, this fellow's a genius, or what? <laughs> He's not just clever, dude. He was also very passionate, and I remember him saying he went from house to house to teach people how to recycle. Now he has this reward-based collection system uh, to encourage people to recycle, and then they upcycle plastic trash into things like shoes and bags. Wow. I think now he's on a global tour. Actually, yeah, I also upcycle, you know. Like, whenever I come to work, you see, I use these headphone boxes as my laptop stand. <laughs> That's hardly the same. Why not the same? <laughs> hey, also, also, my old massage chair at home, I upcycle it and now it's a towel rack. <laughs> I just hang towels on it for it to dry. Then, maybe I should go house to house, you know, like this guy, right? I go there and ding dong, hey, uncle, you have an old massage chair you don't use? Put a towel on it, right? Next thing you know, global tour, bro. Fly oh <laughs> This French footwear brand is upcycling fabric from their trains and buses to make shoes, you know, to minimise waste. Mm. In Malaysia, we're always taught not to waste food, especially. Oh, yes. When I was growing up, that was drilled into me constantly. And while it's a good thing not to waste food, I'm sure it has also made me overeat. (laughs) (laughs) Because if you think about it, right, I'm already full, you know. And by the way, most of the time, who puts the food on my plate? My mother, right? (laughs) So, because she's salah budget, I'm the one wasting uh, suddenly. And not just at home, you know, even at school because uh, she will pack something for me to eat during recess uh-huh. and I will have to finish it. Even if it's something I hate, like chicken floss sandwich. What? Chicken floss is bomb. Chicken floss is like chicken ketiak hair <laughs> made into a sandwich. What's wrong with you? Ketiak hair doesn't melt in your mouth. Okay? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. So what? You'll have to finish the sandwich. Yes. But who's going to check? You're in school. My brother. La. <laughs> He will check on me and I will check on him. My mother implemented a very cunning system, you know. And then you all will tell on each other. Yeah, like we're young, right? At time. <laughs> so, so I remember there was this one time I had an apple for recess. Uh-huh. And as a kid, you don't want to be seen eating a stupid apple. Yeah, la, right? man. Apples for the teacher. Yeah, you, want, <laughs> you want fried chicken, you want kropo, you want ice cream. So, uh, my friend said he would blunder me fried chicken. Ooh. And and then we use my apple to play football. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm eating the fried chicken in one hand, kicking the apple, wow, right? Uh, and then my brother shows up. He sees me with the fried chicken and goes like, why are you not eating apple? <laughs> so I was like, huh? No, uh, I finished already. But then he looks down and sees a very familiar apple being kicked around. <laughs> I said, hey, you don't tell mommy. Uh. I had to give him half my fried chicken to shut him up. 
FM. A beauty salon in Setapak was raided for offering illegal dental services. <laughs> beauty salon thing just because they can straighten hair mean they can straighten teeth. So is it no lah? lah. So this beauty salon was apparently not registered with the Malaysian Dental Council. Why would it? <laughs> So all their dental services and classes were basically illegal. These people think they can simply go and learn dental stuff from YouTube and then do it. You cannot. Okay, I know some beauty salons that offer this uh, what is this cookie ordering services. Okay. Uh, during Chinese New Year, like uh-huh. like my salon, because it's mostly run by Chinese ladies. Okay. Uh, so some of them they, they they can make the peanut cookies, the quick ah and the pineapple tarts, and then while they are doing your hair, they will offer you some to try. And then if you like it, you can order then and there lah. Oh. Uh, so these type of services, okay lah, right? <laughs> yeah. But but they don't suddenly go. Hey, uh, Douglas, your mola got low bang. Ah. Come, auntie, take out for you. you cannot. <laughs> yeah, I guess in that sense, it's debatable whether it's legal or not, right? Because you don't really need a permit to sell home cooked food. If I don't think so. Food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because you already have an SSM cert. Yeah. My favorite place to buy cheese is from this small company, Montchiara. I found them on Instagram. Uh, got the address and drove there. When we were reaching the shop, Waze asked us to go into an area with bungalows. Oh. You know, like, but because it's all houses we pulled there, were no, there were no shop lots no there. no no no. We, so we pulled out to the guard house uh, and in this area it was all big houses uh, we went to this one big house where they addressed it so there was this uncle who had just come back from a trip he was like taking out his luggage from the car or we were like uh, excuse me sir is this the cheese place <laughs> he was like yeah 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 it's just there just walk uh, he, inside he, around he, the side like he just came back from vacation is yeah it? correct <laughs> or a business trip or something like that <laughs> So we were like, okay, we'll walk into your house now. Uh, we went to the side of the house and inside, there was a... a cow. It was a cow. <laughs> there was someone milking the cow to make the cheese. <laughs> no, there were fridges and cheese wheels like Balamba. The owner gets her helpers to like weigh it, give samples. Oh, it's very unsuspecting. <laughs> Do they have uh, this uh, hip-hop cheese? What? Cardi Brie. <laughs> wow, the level of cheese in that joke. Hey, I got some more. You want to hear? Oh, Beyonce, <laughs> Justin Brieber. Justin Brieber? <laughs> Parmesan Mendes. <laughs> Fly FM. So we were talking about food as we often do, <laughs> but we thought the perfect person to talk about this as well as how he is using food to revamp the current political climate is our dear famous friend who used to be a chef but is now a politician. Hello, politician one. Hello, tuan tuan puan puan, politikus, politikus, politikucing, politeknik. Huh? Ketua parti, ketua cawangan, ketua kampung, ketua darjah Uh-oh. Okay, listen, I am politician one Formerly a chef extraordinaire But now I am using kan, my culinary skill to revamp our political landscape lah Sebab dah bosan dah okay. You know, every time the same faces, same faces, boring sure. I know many people, they think, you know What does a chef have to do with uh, the politic? Mm-hmm. So many, I tell you For example, I can cook the rendang I can cook the ketupat. I can cook the lemang. Yes, it's all raya food for Hari Raya and for Pilihan Raya. Nampak tak? <laughs> uh, style and versatile. <laughs> no, when a new policy also needs to be approved, kan? the politicians must fikir masak-masak. Who can masak better than a chef? I ask you. Huh? Now, when the rakyat question the policy, the politician all must goreng. Now, who can goreng better than a chef? I ask you. <laughs> okay. My political symbol, you know, is a beras, oh. uh, a grain of rice. Why? Because that is 
what I champion. All type of rice, not just the Bumi Putra rice. You know, I believe the women's rice is important, the children's rice, the human rice. My policy is we put the nasi back in nasi onal. Wow. Yeah, and no many of the candidates when they go and campaign, I have heard so many complaints that they just go there and give the duck. Uh, these people, I tell you, need a tight slap Because when I go on a campaign trail I won't just give the duck I will give the chicken, the fish, the vegetable The pudding, kena balance oh. meal lah kan mm-hmm. you know? And the worst is These politicians who go around talking Like they know everything They will shout the slogan, you know Janji di capati, janji di capati Hello, cik adik, kau tahu buat capati ke tak? Uh, if you don't, shut up Okay, anyway, I have to go now Because I'm working on a new dish uh, Especially for the election You know, uh-huh. our nasi lemak kan? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm going to change it a bit Because during the election Kan flood season uh-huh. Yeah, So the new dish is called Nasi lemas Alamak Okay thank you politician Fly FM. So in Switzerland There is a competition For world's best hotel receptionist World's best hotel receptionist Yes Okay so to watch this event You need to make booking Or can just walk in <laughs> <laughs> So receptionists from all around the globe are going to be gathering in Switzerland, all competing against each other to gain the title of world's best receptionist at the World Skills Championships. What a weird contest. All right. So the competition is four days long, uh, testing hotel reception skills like organizing wake-up calls, uh, handling checkout for unhappy guests, and even dealing with emergencies like what to do if a guest fell on their head in their room. If a guest <laughs> fell on their head? Yeah. I hope the Malaysian contestant doesn't go, oh, la, 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 la. <laughs> Cium kepala Okay I think about holding a special competition for this but regardless receptionists are so important they're the first person you meet your first impression of the entire hotel experience and how your holiday is going to go is based on them yeah no I will I will give you this uh, they really affect your mood one yeah. because if you encounter a lazy or those like can't be bothered type of receptionist you know uh-huh. then uh, the room nice so you feel like it's bad yeah. right? <laughs> the True. water will be bitter la, your bed uncomfortable la. any complaint you have uh, you will just multiply it la. yeah but but one area I think hotel receptionists can improve, this is my opinion, uh, mm-hmm. is during the check-in stage. Because in my mind, when I go to a hotel and then I go to the check-in counter, uh-huh. all you really need uh, is my name and payment details. And then just give me my room. <laughs> la, right? But most of the time, uh, they'll be typing and typing. Correct or not? Yeah. I don't know what they're typing because I can't see the monitor. The monitor is facing them. All I can hear is the keyboard going like, like, they're, like they're typing a novel. You know, like Once upon a time, <laughs> a Chinese man walked in So, so okay, either show me what you're doing Or do it faster uh-huh, That's why you should be the final boss in this competition oh. If they can make Douglas happy, they win No <laughs> Okay, actually, uh, lucky they're doing this in Switzerland. Because if you do it in Malaysia, it means uh, it's a whole different set of challenges. Oh. You know, it'd be more like, how many guests can you detect trying to sneak durians in? <laughs> <laughs> or, or how much in tips can you get from those stingy, kiasu Singaporean tourists? Or, or, or how many politicians uh-huh. can you let into your ballroom via the back door? <laughs> Fly F. This podcaster and conspiracy theorist Kanan, who has also turned out to be living in the same taman as Douglas, has a new episode out <laughs> on his conspiracy podcast about the rocket people. Now, who are the rocket people? Nobody knows, but it seems that everything is their fault. Semua <laughs> salah rocket people. Yeah, but his theories are also extremely entertaining. Now. So here's the latest episode of... You're listening to Kanan's Conspiracy Corner. 
And that is how By simply attaching An extra brain Into his pancreas The Frankenstein monster Became Frank Einstein Anyway Look closely With your ears open My comrades It's time now For Kanan To deliver some nuggets of truth As a side dish Next to the snack plate Of your mind Get ready Because these revelations Are so transformative You will want to change your job Your voting address Your email password Even your neighbor's underwear Now we have all heard About how the government Has dissolved the parliament already Right? Which means that Within the next 60 days The next general election Must be held But is this Everything we know? (laughs) Not quite Because if you are brave enough To venture past the truth Often you will discover information That is more real than the facts Get ready to hear this Because once you do Your reality might crumble into dust Like the top quality biscuit kacang hijau Now you must understand We only have 60 days to go This starts a countdown To the general elections Ah, you heard not Yes, I said countdown What else needs a countdown? Rocket launchers And once again we know That the rocket people Are behind the scenes Manipulating this Now why? Because many people are saying That the election will happen During the flooding season But if you have a rocket Why are you scared of the floods? Correct, this gives them the advantage to take over everything. So now you know, and knowing is three quarters of the battle. There are even more secrets to discover, uncover and recover. But I have to lay low for now until the monsoon stops. Until next time, this podcast is brought to you by Makan Angin brand Oxygen Tanks. Want to breathe the air of someone who travels a lot but cannot afford to renew passport? Try the new line of oxygen tanks made with air around the globe. Enjoy fresh winds of Paris, Tokyo, Colombia and even Batam. Non-toxic flavors available upon request. Next week, we discover the secret messages hidden deep within Cleopatra's recipe for sambal udang. This has been Kanan's Conspiracy Corner. Fly FM. So the ministry plans to offer more language subjects in primary schools. That one I learned in school, but for my friends, my Chinese gangster friends. So the Ministry of Education wants to add more languages as part of their efforts to make Kabangsaan schools more attractive to parents to send their okay, children to. Okay, yeah. Right? Currently, Kabangsaan schools only offer languages in uh, Malay, uh, English, Mandarin, and Arabic. So I for Tamil one. Also. Tamil also. Yeah, also, yeah, yeah, correct. So I, for one, am looking forward to seeing what else is added. I, I wish they would teach the F language. Oh. You know the one the, the secret language That the popular kids Will use So the rest of us Don't understand Yeah 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 Like uh, What are you doing Because I find so for you For your first For the day Wow you're quite good huh? <laughs> <laughs> no, See I understand The concept uh, I mean or, or the rules of the language like, it's basic, Basically you add An F sound To each syllable right? Yeah, so correct. if you want to say Go home You will say Go for home foam <laughs> No lah, huh? it's go for ho foam, not home foam. Yeah, okay, so whatever lah. But you see, if, if they taught this in schools, then I would be better at it and I will know what my friends are saying behind my back because if they go really fast, I cannot process in time or not. Oh, yeah. so for afa kefen, kofo yufu, afa glifi and stufu pifi. Okay, okay, I know you said stupid, some, you call me stupid. <laughs> no lah, I think they should teach 
uh, sign language. That would be nice, right? Yeah. Or it would be cool to learn uh, Japanese in school as well. There's a lot of like exchange programs between Malaysia and Japan for students. Oh, or maybe Korean since K-pop and K-drama are so popular now. But Korean is not a foreign language to me. It's my mother tongue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't K-pop. I can speak Korean very fluently, you know. Come say Hamida, Squid Game, Train to Busan, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Douglas Lim and Juanita podcast. Hang out with them weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on Fly FM.